This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. It's time for the Clang Valley's biggest conversation. Talk back on the evening edition, only on BFM 89.9. It's Uma and Ezra on Talkback. The number to call is 0377109000. You can text or WhatsApp us at 016-201-9000 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, this evening we're going to be talking about Malaysian teachers. Of course, this past Tuesday was yep. Teachers Day. Right. And, uh, of course, a day that's very much a token of appreciation for the vital contributions that teachers make to education and development. Now, here on the evening edition, we had the opportunity to speak with quite a few of them and to get their thoughts on how they feel about their profession. We even heard from Harry Tan of the National Union of the Teaching Profession, NUTP, who gave us some insights into the realities that teachers have to deal with every day. Here's what he said. To be a teacher is forever to be an optimist. And I strongly adhere to this concept because no matter what students you get, the teacher must always believe that he's able to do something to help the student. They must always have face time with the students. That means face to face. You can A teacher can come into the class. If he has 40 students, how is he going to give individual face time to the students? He is the person in the class that is nearest to the student. He's able to see the student's mood, character, needs. He's able to delve into his problem and in a way assist the student. He's able to impart knowledge onto the student. There have there been comments about teachers' workload has increased because they are no longer teaching but filling in forms, producing statistics. We don't have that time. We are spending more time facing computers, facing paper, facing bosses on statistics rather than doing face time with the students. That is why the union is so concerned and we are so vocal about this. And of course, many people don't view us in a positive manner. They say, what is this? The teachers are getting a big fat pay and they are in, there's oversupply of them and they are not doing their job and stuff like that. But that is the reality of it. That was Harry Tan of the NUTP. Now, as we know, very often teachers get a lot of attention when it comes to our children's development. Yeah. And with every single parent wanting the best for their kid, let's face it, expectations sometimes can be quite unreasonable. Now, a couple of days ago, there was an article in Free Malaysia Today uh, quoting a Zakaria Kasa of the National Professors Council who talked about Singapore and how Singaporean parents often have to play an important role in their kids' academic performance. He said that in Singapore, parents are urged to be assistant teachers in an official capacity. Right. right? So, for example, during reading sessions, class activities, uh, he then went on to say that Malaysia should adopt a similar culture instead of just pinning the response Responsibility on teachers alone. Yeah, well, uh, we want to hear what you guys have to say about uh, teachers and whether parents do enough to support teachers. Are you doing your part to help educate uh, your kid? The number to call is 0377109000. You can text or WhatsApp us at 016 Tweet us at BFM Radio. I mean, Uma, looking back to when we went to school uh, in the 80s and the 90s, um, you know, having that sort of support wasn't necessarily the experience that we had. But it was also a different mentality, right, Ezra? I think there was so much awe and respect for the teaching profession, even back in the 80s, that our parents kind of uh, didn't want to interfere almost because the teacher knows best. Even, even if you come back and complain about a teacher, the first question you got asked was, what did you do? 
Right. Right. How did you screw up, basically? Yeah. Right. The, the burden of proof always, was not on no, the teacher. The teacher is yeah. always right. If you got hit, you probably deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, so moving forward to today, we're wondering if this concept um, of having um, teachers being a little bit more involved, sorry, parents being a little bit more involved with the teachers, um, how would that uh, jive with parents, with students, uh, with the teachers themselves? Because, you know, too many cooks in a kitchen, uh, that not that might not necessarily be a good thing either there is a common practice of dropping your kids off at school and then merely letting go yeah because hey now it's school time teacher time ministry of education academia you take care of the kids at that point we Mm -hmm. trust you that's why we pay our taxes and then when they come home we look after them yeah but should there be a bridge to that gap do you think and that's what we're asking you today should there be a lot more parental involvement in schools with teachers and if there are any teachers listening actually call us and tell us if you are for that or just like totally against it yeah well zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand is the number to call you can text or whatsapp us zero one six two zero one nine thousand and tweet us at bfm radio i mean of course you uma you mentioned that uh if you know if there are teachers listening into the program that we wanted to hear from them but we also want to hear from parents themselves uh, from um kids who go to school about how they feel um you know that that connection whether it's in the class room and how much learning uh, actually takes place at home as well and and what sort of involvement would you like to see happen moving forward in the future don't forget we also have a poll going on on twitter if you log on to our twitter page you will see it asks the question my teachers my kids teacher deserves a star rating of five three or one one being terrible five being fantastic right Uh, so far we have uh, just 19 votes we just started the poll 32 percent say five star rating 53% 53% are on average, say about three. Right. And six, uh, 15% just have given it a one-star rating. Yeah, well, you know, talking about uh, teachers, and we want to hear, you know, your respective experiences with your interactions with your teachers. You can call in at 0377109000. Uh, I think generally, by and large, when you look at, um, you know, the 12 or, or 13 years of primary and secondary school, you're going to have a mixed bag of, of teachers that left such a huge impact on you, and you're going to have some of those teachers who you remember more for just not for necessarily nice reasons but it it left an impact nevertheless and you know whether that uh, is something that would actually you know bring in the question as to whether parents need to be a little bit more uh, intuitive in terms of their interactions with the teachers that are involved and the kids themselves but everything's changed right i mean back when we went to school ezra like i said our parents would drop us off they would meet the teachers maybe twice a year yeah. on report card day, right? That's right. Once oh, in the horrible days for me. Oh, just awful. Yeah. Once in the middle of the year and then again at night, again at the end of the year. And that's about it. I can't remember. I mean, there were occasional PIBG slash PTA meetings. Yeah. But even Did those, your parents attend to those kind of things? My mom used to attend occasionally, but even those weren't all that frequent. So we... We're, we're all right, right? I, I mean, guess so. But everything's changed these days because I think with new pedagogies in place, with teaching methods and all of that, uh, there's almost a demand on increased interaction between teachers and parents. Folks, uh, the number to call is 0377109000. You can text or WhatsApp us at 0162019000. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Of course, this past Tuesday was Teacher's Day and we want to find out um, about what you feel uh, needs to happen in the classroom 
classrooms? Uh, do parents do enough to support the teachers? Uh, we keep talking about how teachers are overworked and overloaded with all sorts of administrative responsibilities and not having enough face time with uh, the students themselves. Uh, we also have a poll happening on Twitter. Uma, and what's the question there? The question is, my kid's teacher deserves a star rating of... Five stars, three stars, or one star? Man. All right, zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand. It's top back. We're asking you, do parents do enough to support teachers? Here's some music by The Clash. Janie Jones on BFM 89.9. Time for the four T's. Tweet, text, talk, talk back on BFM 89.9. It is Talk Back. You're with Uma and Ezra. The number to call is 0377109000. You can text or WhatsApp us 016 Tweet us at BFM Radio. This evening, we're talking about Malaysian teachers. And we're asking you, are you doing your part to help educate your kid? Do parents do enough to support teachers? And whether you expect your kid's teacher to be a parent as well as a teacher. We want to hear from all of you, parents, teachers, kids. Um, we want to hear the entire experience given that last Tuesday was just Teacher's Day, uh, a day where we celebrate the vital contributions that teachers have made to education and development. Uh, before we go to our first caller, do we have any text and tweets, Uma? Uh, he got a, a WhatsApp from Kai Chuan who says, my mom is a tuition teacher. The only thing parents want to know from her is whether their kids are in class. Some of the kids always go to the cyber cafe and this one time she went over there to catch them and dial their parents up. <laughs> Terrific. Our phone lines <laughs> are sounds- open. Far too familiar. Our phone lines are open at zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand. Mr. Chan is our first caller of the day. Hi, Mr. Chan. Hi. Good evening. Hello. Tell us. Yes, we are on the air. Tell us what you think about uh, this topic and about whether uh, parents give enough support to teachers. Uh, well, uh, I do feel uh, I I have three three daughters of my own, and I do think that parents do need to take an active in knowing what's going on in the school and what the teachers are doing. But I do pity the teachers nowadays because uh, you know how now patients used to diagnose themselves now on the internet and tell the doctors <laughs> what's wrong? Yes. I think, I think now a lot of parents sometimes do go on the extreme and uh, tell the teachers exactly what they need to do and, and, and uh, overdo it sometimes to the teachers. So I do pity the teachers sometimes they get too very extreme ones. Either the parents don't care at all or the parents care a little bit too much trying to tell teachers what to do. Uh, Mr. So, Chan, uh, what's your personal experience uh, with your three daughters? Yeah, yeah, I have three daughters. Uh, no, what's your personal experience in schools? Uh, how have you interacted with teachers? Uh, well, uh, mine is a little bit of cheating because uh, my, my wife is a teacher and they're in the same school as my daughter, so uh, I get both at the same time. <laughs> And of course, Mr. Chan, I'm, I'm going to have to ask. I, I know that um, your wife is not on the air with us, but um, you know, would she say that she would like uh, a little bit more support, or do you think that you know she's quite overworked with her respective responsibilities, whether it be teaching or administrative uh, tasks as well? I, I, I think, from what she says, it's, uh, it's basically both. Sometimes you get. Uh, parents who don't care, sometimes you get parents who care too much. So it's uh, on both extremes. 
All right, Mr. Chan, thank you very much much. for that. Uh, Call us at 0377109000. You can text or WhatsApp us at 0162019000 and tweet us at BFM Radio. We're talking about teachers, Malaysian teachers, and what you're doing uh, to uh, support teachers as well when it comes to educating your kid. Yeah, so it's not just uh, support but also involvement, right, active involvement. I can see teachers completely freaking out at this notion of parents harassing them yeah, but, at every step of the way. But don't you think it could hit, uh, you know, this you know sweet spot where a sense of equilibrium could take place where, you know, some of the responsibilities will be handled by the teachers and some of those key uh, elements will be fulfilled by the parents as well. I mean, it, if there's somebody who's not happy about this equation is uh, are the kids themselves because the teachers and parents are ganging up on them oh, in, <laughs> in some regard. But in, in many ways, Ezra, for this to properly work, it would, ha- it, it would have to to manifest itself in homework for the parents, essentially. Yeah. I mean, what the teachers would do is they would assign, I guess, I'm not sure, I'm not a teacher myself, but how I would imagine it would work is that they would assign a bunch of homework for the children and within that homework, there will be a part or a segment in which it kind of demanded interaction from the parents as well. So every day the teachers go, every day the children go home and there has to be a certain amount of interaction from the parents too. I mean, you know, so it's extra work for the both the teacher and the parent, right? Yeah. And, of course, you know, when you look at uh, currently, you know, we, we've seen so many reports about uh, some of the neglect, perhaps, that takes place amongst students. Because some of these classrooms, the ratios are disproportionate to, you know, what you know, is it 1 to uh, 40, 30, 40, 40 yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, when you... When you come to think about what's actually required of the child, it's a lot of attention. It's a lot of um, face time in trying to figure out how to explain any particular uh, you know, subject to them. It, there's so much effort that's required that you can't potentially fulfill that in 30 minutes or 45 minutes in school. No, you can't. I mean, it's not, it, it's not enough. And also, I think when we go back to this interaction between the parents and the teachers, um, is a two year uh, sorry it's, a, it's two times a year enough this interaction of when you meet at PIBG meetings or when you have your kid to collect the the, the, the report card right? yeah zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand you can text or WhatsApp us at zero one six two zero one nine thousand you can tweet us at BFM radio now earlier uh, of course and I say this uh, we'll, quite a, some time ago uh, I spoke with Miss Moy Yoke Lai she's the CEO of Methodist College Kuala Lumpur and she talked about the influence that a teacher has on not only uh, his or her students and therefore also the huge responsibilities of being a teacher. Every day as I go about my work, I'm conscious that I'm coming into contact with 40 students in each class. And what I do in the class will affect them. As someone has said, that the teacher sets the mood in the class. And if I set a good mood, the students will be happy to learn. And if I set a bad mood, they will have one of their days destroyed in their lives. So I, I make it a point that when I walk in through the gate of the school, I leave all the problems that I may have had at home or elsewhere at the gate. And I walk into school with a clean slate. And I try to make every lesson an important lesson for the students. And every interaction with students to be a positive, um, to have a positive impact on them. 
You see, we are all molded by the people we come into contact with. And I realized that as a teacher, I had tremendous power in my hands to lead a child to um, higher values or to destroy a child with the words that I speak. And I determined that I will never ever scold a child when I'm not in control of myself. So I am very, very conscious about the impact that my life has on my students. Because in a teacher's life, imagine you have a class of 40 and you have maybe five or six classes, say five classes, 40 children in a class, five classes will be 200 children. And every year you have about 200 children in your care. Through your 30 years as a teacher, you have six thousand students and if those six thousand students come into contact with another 200 odd people in their lifetimes the impact that we have on people is six thousand times 200 which i think is close to 1.2 million isn't it a teacher has tremendous power in her hands and we are the ones to shape society. That was Ms. Moy Yotlai, CEO of Methodist College Kuala Lumpur. She was part of our Teacher's Day programming. And, you know, one of the things that she mentions is the cumulative effect. I mean, yeah, you can yes. do the numbers, but just the fact that you're, you're engaging with students at schools every day and the impact that teachers have, um, it's, it's tremendous. And, and what happens, um, you know, within school hours, beyond school hours, that's a question we're asking you today on Top Back. The number to call is 0377109000. Our next caller is... Tham. Hi, Tham. Hello. Hi, you're on the air. Uh, tell us, uh, you know, what is your take about what sort of support needs to be given to teachers and, and what, what's beneficial for uh, the kid uh, in the end? Uh, no, I think uh, basically I was trying to tell upon that I have the opportunity of, uh, to send my kid to a Chinese school, a private school, and a public school. Okay. So um, the way the, the teachers uh, got parents engaged were different. In Chinese school, yes, they get a very engaged. Uh, I get a call from teachers when my kid doesn't do, you know, uh, pass out their homework or, you know, um, misbehave in school. And what is it like with the public school and the private school? Oh, well, the private school, yes, there was also engagement. Uh, obviously, they have to because we pay, we pay more. Right. And in the public school, sadly, uh, although there was one at chat group that was, uh, you know, um, that, uh, they, they, they set up WhatsApp chat group, but you know, it was like initially there was still um, so called announcement to tell us that there's examination, there is this, uh, there's this talk whatsoever. But you know, uh, after a while, it just died down. There's no more communication from the teacher. And, and when, when it comes to the experience overall for the child, which did you feel, I mean, your, your parent experience aside, <laughs> what was best for the child? Yeah, it's a, com- uh, it's a combination of both where parents have to be um, involved. Teachers get to, you know, uh, have to engage with students and parents alike. 
All right. Thank you very much for calling in, Tom. Uh, 0377109000 is the number to call. And, you know, not many of us have that unique opportunity or experience that your kids have uh, different experiences going to different schools. And, you know, that makes a huge difference, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, uh, it's interesting that the public school actually had a, a WhatsApp group as well. I mean, that's an interesting point of engagement on the part of the teacher. Um, to actually communicate directly with the parents and, and, and giving even I know I know Tom said that it, it ran out of steam after a while. <laughs> right. Even those early days say, you know, there's a whole, there's this homework or there's this quiz coming up or this test coming up. I mean that I think is something that should be possibly encouraged. Um our boss, uh Malay Ali, his children study in uh, in a school in Singapore and he says he has they practice these WhatsApp groups over there as well. Yeah. Uh, of course I would like you to put on your Singaporean hat and just imagine what that might be like <laughs> with Singaporean Kiasu parents all in one WhatsApp group. Aren't you happy that this is a, a Crime Valley radio station? Yes. Uh, folks, we want to hear from you as well. If you're a parent, you're a teacher, if you're a student, uh, we want to hear what your take is on uh, what your part is when it comes to hel- uh, helping educate uh, students. Do you expect your kids' teachers to be a parent as well as a teacher? Do you assume a teacher's role with your kids at home? And whether parents do enough to support uh, teachers. Uh, folks, call us at 0377109000 uh, and of course you can text us at 0162019000 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Uh, of course, before we get to our next caller, we have a poll happening as well on Twitter. Uma, what's uh, the question that we're asking? We're rating teachers, aren't we? We are. We're kind of asking people uh, my kid's teacher deserves a star rating of 5, 3, or one so far, forty percent say five stars, forty-seven percent say three stars, and only thirteen percent say one star. All right, zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand. You can text or WhatsApp us at zero one six two zero one nine thousand. Our next caller is Wong. Hi, Wong. Hi, hi. Hi, you're on the air, hi. Wong. I would like to make a comment about the education now. Uh, I send all my children to Chinese school, and. Um, I find that uh, the children, the, the teachers are very uh, disengaged with the children nowadays. Uh, they are so busy with their homework. And then also after school, they will have uh, extra lessons, uh, teaching lessons uh, with the students. And uh, and also with the uh, extra curriculum, uh, none of the teachers actually are engaging with the students. And it's all outsourcing. I don't think the Teachers are actually uh, uh, aware of what are my children uh, doing in uh, outside school, what activities they join. And, so, and and what about you, Wong? I mean, uh, what what are your interactions with the teachers like? My interaction with teachers. Yes. Uh, besides the two, uh, twice a year, besides the twice a year the report card, uh, I do ask. Uh, I call if my children do not know uh, how to do homework. Uh, but I basically, to be, I'm a working mother. I also outsource to the teachers after school to teach, uh, to teach my children in terms of homework. Because when I finish well, I won't be able to cope with the homework that uh, my children has brought home. Yep, completely understand. Thank you very much for that, Wong. Uh, call us at 0377109000 on Talkback. We're discussing teachers and parents and what their role can be to help educate children. Folks, it's BFM 89.9. Hey, you. Yes, you. You, you in the car. Yes, 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 you. I'm talking to you. It's time for Talkback. 
So, hands-free car kits at the ready? Yes? Good. Let's talk back on BFM 89.9. It is talk back. You're with Uma and Ezra. The number to call is 0377109000. You can WhatsApp us at <clears throat> and tweet us at BFM Radio. Uma, what are we talking about today? All right, we're talking about teachers, Ezra, and we're asking people if they think there should be more engagement and interaction between parents and teachers. You know, a lot of the time we drop our kids off at school and then we just kind of think that they will take over and pass on that responsibility over to the teachers. We're asking you today if that's enough, if that's the way it should be, or should you play a bigger role? And also, if you're a teacher, we're asking you if that's something you actually want, uh, constant parental I guess, observation and interference, if you will. Uh, we've got a text message from Tan in Chiras um, who says, I think lots of the issue lies with parents. My wife teaches at a daycare in kindergarten. Parents are expecting miracles from teachers, but most of the time the issue is with them. Uh, parents just pass all the responsibilities onto the teachers and the school. To call us, uh, the number is zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand. Our next caller is Arul. Hi, Arul. Hello, I'm Arul here. Good evening. Tell us uh, your experience. I, from my notes, uh, I understand that your wife is a teacher. Is that correct? Yes, my wife is a public school teacher. She teaches English in one of the schools in Crown Valley. And uh, from my personal experience, my parents are, were also teachers. And uh, uh, I have been also involved in PIVG as, uh, as the chairman mm-hmm. for a couple of years. Okay, number one, I see that the teachers are really overworked nowadays uh, compared to like in the 80s or in the 70s. Uh, they have so many people, so many students in the class. And uh, of course, some, uh, some of these students uh, come of various backgrounds. And as a result, uh, it's a very difficult job to handle all these teachers. Right. And then on top of that, they have to do all kinds of uh, reporting that is required by the ministry. Uh, for example, last time my wife had to wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning just to key in some numbers into the system. Right, we've, we've heard a lot of um, those types of reports and stories. Uh, could you elaborate, uh, I guess, perhaps from her perspective, um, you know, how much uh, it took upon her because, you know, that's just the administrative stuff. She hasn't even started on the lesson plans and the teaching as well. Exactly. Because of that, she has to spend so much time doing all this paper, administrative stuff. And nowadays, uh, you, you, you heard about this uh, uh, school assessment, uh, assessment by the school. Yeah. So uh, another area where she has to key in even the, even the attendance into the computer system. And the, unfortunately, the computer system is not, is not as... Uh, as efficient as Google or Facebook, right. and as a result, they cannot they cannot key in the num the the, the, the data uh, during the school day's time. You know, with all of this with all of this workload on the teachers, do you think um, they would welcome more parental interaction and engagement? Well, there are many types of uh, parents. You know, some parents are sympathetic to the teachers, mm-hmm. while. While some parents, you know, they can be like gangsters when they confront the teachers, okay? And uh, and uh, they, this, all, all of this put the teachers in a very uh, difficult situation and a very stressful situation, you know? So um, some can handle it properly, some, some not. 
of course uh, when i was with in the uh, as the young director of PIBG i had to uh, be a conduit between the teachers and the parents you know uh, should there be any dispute or should be, should there be any miscommunication and uh, it's a it's a tough job you know i pity them and parents nowadays are also very demanding in the sense that uh, they think they can teach better than the teachers <laughs> yeah you know maybe they think they are uh, highly educated uh, and some of the teachers may not be a uh, graduate especially like uh, primary school and as a result they think they they, they can do a better job Arul, I guess I wanted to um, interrupt on that point because, um, you know, as somebody who's been involved in the PIBG and when you have these types of discussions where, you know, maybe the delivery of how the parents express their um, dissatisfaction or their willingness to help. um, And of course, I think at the end of it, everybody wants what's best for the students. How do you reconcile some of their requests and their demands and what the teachers can actually do to implement Oh, it's a very difficult uh, um, situation, you know. Where you have, on one on one hand, you want to you ha- you want to have a good uh, communication between teachers and parents. On the other hand, the expectation of the parents are so high, such that uh, it makes it di- very difficult for the teachers to 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 fulfill. And of course, there's a there's another uh, facet whereby the teacher. Some teachers may not be doing a good job as well. That one, we cannot deny the fact. Everybody, every profession has uh, black sheep. Yeah. 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 But uh, on the other hand, in in general, in general, uh, I would say uh, uh, because of the lack of uh, what do you call it, administrative uh, staff in the teaching community. You imagine how many clerks are there in schools compared to the number of teachers and compared to the number of, of students, yeah? So that alone shows that, you know, these, some of the teachers are overworked. And as a result, I can sympathize with them if they sometimes snap from their, you know, normal self. Uh, you know, the, the, the teacher that I heard just now, that um, I can't remember her name, mm-hmm. that, that, that leaves everything at the school gate, uh, that is a very ideal teacher, <laughs> I wish uh, I have. I've had some teachers like that before during my school days. Time. Yeah. yeah, but it's yeah. not unfortunately not as as, as common uh, as you would like. Uh, Arul, just final question from us, um, and we've been asking uh, folks to call in and tell us what else do teachers need in terms of support and you know we haven't mentioned uh, some of the efforts by the education ministry for example uh, do you think that there's some areas in which um, some type of support could be provided towards teachers? Yes, I think there's a lot, a lot of support has to be provided, not by giving them computers, Sorry. stuff, everything, uh-huh. but uh, more on the, on the um, staffing, for example, staff support. Staff support, um, what I mean is uh, 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 non-teaching staff, you know. Also administrative stuff. Thank you very much for calling in, uh, Arul, and uh, sharing uh, with us his experiences of being in the PIBG and some of those very, very difficult circumstances uh, of of trying to manage expectations of of what can be provided. We want to hear from you. The number to call on Talkback is 0377109000. Right. We've got a... a, a 
quite a long WhatsApp message from Gulcharan Singh, who's a senior lecturer and former teacher. Um, he says, the teacher-parent relationship is not a simple one, but a rather complicated one. Teachers are bogged down with so much non-teaching chores that they're inundated, and this affects their overall morale. Parents are various types, depending on their background, socioeconomic status, as well as education level, to name some factors. Some parents seem to be more in advantage, as they are either in the PTA or educated enough to approach the school should they need any info on their on the progress of their children, the less academically qualified parents and those who are not uh, and those who are not so well to do tend to shy away from approaching schools because they feel they're not educated enough and feel intimidated about dealing with teachers. This becomes a challenge as their children tend to be on the disadvantage and I think that's also a problem. Not everyone um, is confident enough to actually engage with the school on a certain level yeah um, and that that becomes that becomes a real issue and also if you are say less educated for example you may feel not just not just intimidated but you may not like it if someone who's more educated seems to talk down at you and of course that's your day-to-day profession You're, exactly yeah and it, it's 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 not something that is ideal at all zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand is the number to call you can whatsapp us at zero one six two zero one nine thousand tweet us uh, at bfm radio as well talk back continues after a quick word from our sponsors on bfm 89.9 Get in touch right now. Call 0377109000. Text 0162019000 or tweet us at BFM Radio. This is Talkback on BFM 89.9. It's Talkback. You're with Uma and Ezra. The number to call is 0377109000. You can WhatsApp us at 0162019000 and tweet us at BFM Radio. We're talking about a teacher and what uh, parents can do to help support teachers as well. Of course, Teachers Day was just on Tuesday. And, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, yeah, I think, you know, in, especially in primary school, you used to sort of construct all of these thank you cards yeah. uh, towards your teachers. And, you know, there's that sort of relationship and bond as well. Uh, nowadays, the interaction is a lot more convoluted. Uh, there are, you know, PIBGs, there are parents. Uh, everybody's got an opinion as to what uh, best serves the kid. Yeah, I mean, educators and researchers have long stated um, that there needs to be more interaction between teachers and parents in the sense that it shouldn't just be a case of you handing over your kids at school every morning and then letting that system take over. We're asking you today whether you think that's a good idea. We want you to, we want you to tell us if, um, as a teacher, do you think you want more interaction with, your, with, your, with, the, with the parents? And as a parent, we want to know if you actually have the time. If you're doing Duwa Tiga Karja, do you have you time to supervise time. every minute of your school's, uh, of your child's education at school? Our phone lines are open at zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand. Ismail is our next caller. Hi, Ismail. Hi. Good evening. Hi, yeah. Good evening. Uh, now uh, I'd like to share my experience by, by you know, my school and so on and so forth. Uh, whatever it is, uh, first thing is just to assist the teachers. I think the first thing that I did was never trust your own children. <laughs> okay, when you talk, talk bad about the teacher, you just don't trust them. Okay? Uh, but you ask them some questions and then give them some advice. And if you that stance, the tendency is they will be look at teachers differently. Otherwise, they will look at teachers somebody that will hate because most parents will cite their children. That's number one. As number two, uh, when, I was, yeah, uh, when I was in my primary school, I think before you were born, it is more emphasis on character building, whereby teachers will teach you manners and, you know, certain characteristics, not much into the uh, books, okay? 
and uh, and they also make it fun by you know doing something that children normally enjoy, and it becomes not say part of uh, uh, curriculum, but it's just like before school time you sit down and sort of you cut the grass just using little stone things like that, which is fun for the children. Okay, and that uh, that combines fun plus some sort of character building. I think the children will enjoy school better than uh, just uh, where emphasis is on uh, just reading, reading and learning. You know. Right. Do Do you have children at the moment? I do have, but now I got grandchildren already. Uh, and and what what has what has that experience been like for your children and 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 for your grandchildren as well? How has that changed? Okay, I can see that you know I I do contact. Uh, uh, sorry, I do uh, look at my grandchildren. And see how my children raise them up. Okay, I'm quite happy. Uh, <laughs> I'm quite happy how because they also adopt the same thing, you know. But I do have brothers who actually sided their children 100%. I saw that, you know. And I can see the children become a little bit not so arrogant, but. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you what impact that has had. Uh, as far as character, yes, that is an impact. Whereby I can see my children are a bit more mellow in their thinking, um, they're not aggressive in terms of character. Uh, uh, things like that. So it is more important uh, uh, for them. Ismail, I just wanted to uh, ask you again about, I guess, what you mentioned earlier about making the entire learning experience a lot more fun and I guess the gamification of education, right? So to interact with them and to make it relatable in a way in which they can not only have fun but, uh, I guess, absorb the lessons uh, in a way that's a little bit less traditional. Yeah, Uh in this context, when you say fun, of course, certain, certain uh, books tell you, okay, you should play football with the children, things like that, okay? But make it just very, very spontaneous. Uh, this, like I said, my uh, my, my uh, experience, a politician said, okay, why don't you just sit down along the drain and you see this hanging grass that grow, right? Just take a few pebbles and just knock on the grass and the grass will sort of break and fall into the drain. And suddenly, there's a straight line and the whole place looks so tidy. And, and the teacher will say, oh, very good, you've done a good job. You know? and, and that is not written anyway. So it's just contained sometimes, you know? and I really enjoy it. All right, thank you very much, uh, Ismail. Unfortunately, the line got uh, a little bit patchy just towards the end. But yes, I mean, the, the main point there was just really about um, giving the kids an opportunity to have a lot of fun whilst they're learning as well. Yeah, so we, we've got a tweet in from Joel who says that he was educated in Singapore and his school teacher made parents sign his homework diary every day and, and many parents found it effective in monitoring. And I think, I think a lot of schools do that here as well. They try to get the parents to make sure that the kids have finished their homework by signing off on it and that way they're is some kind of enforced supervision yeah. when the kids get home. But mm-hmm. uh, I like what Ismail was saying. It, it goes beyond academics, right? I mean, there has to be a certain amount of character building that happens in schools as well. Yeah, character building. You know, so you can do it through sports. Um, you know, that's another avenue that's often underutilized uh, within our education system as well. The number to call is 0377109000. Uh, you can WhatsApp us at 0162019000. Tweet us at BFM Radio. We want to ask you whether parents are doing enough to support teachers when it comes to efforts in educating their respective kids. Uh, next caller is Mazra. Hi, Mazra. Hi. Hi. Tell us what you think. Okay. Uh, I actually agree with Arul just now. Yes. But in some other perspective. Uh, I'm actually a facility manager. I'm, I'm a consultant to, to many uh, organizations. All right. Okay. Facility management is about uh, uh, integrating all services to support the core business. You know, uh, it's a trend now where organizations, 
will focus on their core business. Things that uh, they have uh, drawn all these uh, valence scorecard, the, all the, the objective, all the targets and all that, and they move all their, their staff towards that. They have all their KPIs for that. Mm-hmm. And in doing that, they need the support uh, like uh, all these uh, uh, administrations, all the, the maintenance and all that. But if you see, including uh, government departments, they have already done that. They focus on the COVID. Let's say you have an immigration department. Right. They focus on all the processes, the business, the serving people, are trying to issue this, uh, you know, all these passport in, in, in half an hour, in three hours or whatever. Oh, and you're saying they, that they hasn't translated to teachers? Because they, they manage to do that because they focus on their core business. All the other support services are done by others. But you see in teachers, they do everything. They have to they have to take care. They have to think about the, the learning process. They have to improve the how to to make uh, the the learning process uh, more efficient. At the same time, people ask them, "Oh, the toilet is problematic. Uh, we have a, a blockage here and there." And they have to manage events. They have to manage uh, the, the, the the information of the 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 books and all the students and all that. So. That, that, that's why I agree with uh, Arul that they are they are overworked, you know. Okay, they should have more time to to like think. Okay, what should I do for my class for tomorrow, or for, rather for, for the next three months or for the whole year? Rather than uh, okay, this uh, this teacher, okay, you are in charge in in this uh, maintenance. You are in charge in these uh, uh, events and all that. Right. If they're not focused. They are so overworked and they are so. Uh, 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 being uh, uh, pulled on the shoulder on other things that is not core business. I completely understand what that. You know, I, I think that's, that's a, a very interesting point. Yeah, because uh, teachers, uh, and thank you very much for calling in, Mazra. And teachers, you know, they don't have that sole responsibility to you. They, some of them are in charge of uh, different areas of the school ecosystem. So whether it be uh, involved with some sort of uh, school production or a sports yeah. day and uh, involved in uh, physical ed and all the other types of responsibilities that perhaps go unseen uh, when you know teachers uh, leave the classroom. You know what no one's brought up? We've been doing this for an hour now and no one's brought up salaries. Yes. Um, um, and I think that's part of the problem. I yeah. think teachers should definitely be paid a lot better than they are mm-hmm. at the moment, um, uh, especially given their workloads, right? I mean, if, and if your core job, if, you're, you know, if you go hashtag one job, you had one job as a teacher, it would be to educate, right? Yeah. And then everything else is secondary. The only problem is the reality of the world, I think, and the reality of budgeting means that for a school system to run properly and efficiently i don't think we can afford the kind of support staff that maybe other government agencies have just because of the sheer scale of the teaching profession well considering that uh, you know when it comes to budgets um, you know education is one of the highest uh, in which we as a country invest towards yet we're still looking uh, for that silver bullet that allows for teachers to do what they need to do uh, with the appropriate results zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand is the number to call on top back our next caller is Tariq. hi Tariq. hello good hello. evening Hey, it's been a while. Yes, tell, tell us, um, you know, do you feel that um, parents need to be a little bit more involved in children's education? I kind of don't have a choice. <laughs> I have to be involved in my, in my children's education. Um, one of my children, we've just recently diagnosed him with a learning disability. Okay. So he's going, he's going to need that kind of extra attention. Yes. Um, and, and 
and it's it, and it's made me think about how and it's made me think about how um <clears throat> how fundamental that kind of attention from both parents and teachers or when you want to raise a child. I mean, you mentioned earlier on in the show about how um, too many cooks spoil the broth. Um, but that's the wrong metaphor to think about. You need to really think about it takes a village to raise a child, mm-hmm. you know. And so um, that fundamental reality is I cannot take a back seat to my child's education. I mean, even, even with my second child who seems to be, you know, who seems to be developmentally on track, you know, even then, it's no longer a point of uh, of uh, taking a back seat. I don't think it's I, I don't think it's ever been the case. Uh, I don't think it's ever ever been the case where you can actually just say I'm going to let the entire school system um, work. I mean, and the, Tari- fact of the matter is, the fact of the matter is, one thing they're they're not. We, we, our children aren't exactly consumers of a school system. They're also citizens, and we're citizens. So, Tariq, tell me, is this a common belief i think among your peers and other other people at your children's school or do you find yourself unique in this well, i don't know um i i'm still thinking about it mm-hmm. and i think i think uh i am i i, I think you, you can find a lot of people I, I think you can find a lot of people who um who have a common enough view on this if you go on facebook for example there is there are huge communities for supporting parents who have uh, children who aren't what we call neurotypical or children who have learning disabilities you know so there is a lot of that kind of finding your own finding your own peers but in general um judging by the by judging by the calls themselves um, i think we're still stuck in that stuck in that mindset where we're thinking of 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 children uh, of of uh, of the, the 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 fact that the question is should parents be more involved? Right. You know, it's going to be it's going it's going to be a given. You have to be involved. I mean, not just because your children are quote unquote consumers of an education system. They're literally being they're they're citizens engaged in a engaged in for a lack of better word citizen building you yourself are you know going to be involved i mean like this whole pibg thing that's always been there that's always been there Yep, all right. Thank you very much uh, for that, Tariq. And I, I completely uh, understand and empathize with, with that point. You know, it does take a village to raise a child, especially when there are specific um, needs uh, in which the child requires. And like Tariq says, you can't afford to take a back seat in these circumstances. And also what Tariq says is very true. We look upon education as if we are consumers of a product, yeah. right? And so when you are consumers of a product, then you immediately have a purchaser-consumer salesman mentality as opposed to a collaborative mentality. All right. And our final caller, Angela, is on the line. Angela, very quickly, tell us uh, what do you feel about this topic? Hi. I think that the biggest problem right now is the fact that everybody has uh, really different expectations of the education system in Malaysia. I mean, you've got so many people who are looking at this as if it's a business and you can't measure... Uh, education in terms of like the standard KPIs that you see everywhere else. And, and, and given that, um, is that what's also frustrating as well? Because there's, it's, it's, there's just not one single barometer in which we can measure things by? Exactly, because um, I'll give you an example. I mean, let's say you've got a teacher who's uh, got a handful of students in her class. 
who can't even read at, um, let's say, Form 4 level. They can't read. And then here's the government pressuring them to uh, just, to just uh, you know, perform. And then they have the same set, standard test as everyone else. And the teacher is forced to teach them using the same textbook. And it's far too complex for them. And that's hardly unfair. So... All right, Angela. Unfortunately, there were some technical difficulties, but yes, um, you know, it's 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 a very frustrating uh, frustrating element, um, you know, to 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 go yeah. through that as well, uh, folks. Thank you very much for all your calls, texts, and tweets on Top Mac. Uh, Uma, just look, taking a look at that final poll. I am taking. I am taking a look at that final poll. Uh, we're asking people, my kid's teacher deserves a star rating of 5, 3 or 1. So far, 41% have said 5, 39% have said 3, and only 20% have said 1. All right, this has been Top Back. The 7 o'clock news is coming up right after this on BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, the business station.